welcome. That's your part. <laughs> Usually you say to two bookworms and I go, one podcast. <laughs> okay, so. I'll... I don't care. Welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The book club podcast. Where we talk shit about books. And everything in between. <laughs> I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And this is episode seven. Yes. Seven days. Seven days. I can't believe we're on episode seven. I'm either. We like. We're almost at two months. Made a commitment and have followed through. That is amazing. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We lasted longer than most relationships. We lasted longer than a lot of relationships. A lot. A lot of relationships during this. Seven weeks is a long time. (laughs) Crazy. Okay. So we'll go ahead and do our suck and sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to go first with your suck? Okay, so my suck is also a correction from last episode. They did not release my game update. They pushed it to October 1st. I thought you last bastards. time you said October 1st. No, it was supposed to be September 1st. Oh, shit. Why did they, like, push it back? They basically weren't ready. They can do that? Yeah, they can do that. But they said it's... That's they're nice. playing it off now as it's supposed to be, like, the biggest update in gaming in the game history and, like, a mm-hmm. whole a whole new map and all of this. But, you know... I'll believe it when I see it once it's here. I wonder what would cause... I wonder... Like, they're not done developing it or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, they're having to tweak something in the game or graphics or something that's not working right. Hold this for a sec. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm adjusting my butt cushion. (laughs) Okay, that's better. All right. Um, Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's all right. Um, My suck. Uh Uh-huh. I have a few. First of all... When my mom was moving, uh-huh. I hurt my back. Ooh. I, like, pulled a muscle, like, in, like, below my shoulder blade. And this week has been really rough because my chair that I'm working in sucks. And I've been working overtime. So I'm, like, spending more time than mm, usual in this chair. Yeah. And Friday, I, like, drank a bottle and a half of wine by myself. <laughs> and I felt fucking incredible Saturday. <laughs> like, I was like, my back doesn't even hurt. Anymore. You probably just started drooling <laughs> in your sleep and was just knocked. Then I woke up today and it's kind of bothering me again, but it ha- it's not as bad as it has been, so that sucks. Also, my suck. For some reason, when we record, there's a fucking ghost on what? our recordings. Ooh, what happens? It's this re- Okay. I've heard it probably the whole time we've been recording. Uh-huh. And I've tried to eliminate the things that I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Like, I moved us here. Lacey and I now record in my closet because I thought it was some kind of background noise. There's also an echo in my living room. So, that's another reason we moved to the closet. Yeah. But. Surround sound. I've slowly eliminated things that I thought it was. Like, we're not allowed to eat or drink now because I was like, oh, well, that's what it is. Nope. It's not that. It's still there because last week uh, we weren't doing anything and it's still fucking there. I didn't notice anything. What is it? What is it? What does it it's sound like? like? A, it's like, this is me doing it. It's like, like just in the middle of us talking. It's so weird. Okay. <laughs> so now that I tell you that, let me tell you this story. Uh-huh. Okay. So Friday, Amy and I were like, we got off work and we were like, hey, we had planned to get pedicures. Um, and our nail salon's very safe. They put like this plexiglass thing in front of you mm-hmm. and everyone's wearing a mask. So... It's very safe. And, you know, my toenails were looking a little Corona-ish. 
So it was time. So we went and got a pedicure. And then I was like, hey, afterwards, do you want to just, because we go to this place very close to my house. I was like, do you just want to come over and like have some wine? And she was like, yeah, that'd be fun. So Steve made us this like amazing charcuterie board. We drank two bottles of wine between the two of us. I think Steve might have had a glass too. And we're just like, you know, catching up, shooting the shit. Um, I had a Bose speaker that I always leave plugged in in the kitchen. And I decided to like turn on a little music, you know, background noise. And then we got to talking about Christmas shopping mm-hmm. because I try like around August or September, I try to start buying like a gift every paycheck. Yeah, so you don't have to do it. So I don't have to do it all right. at the end. So we started talking about that and she's, she's like, I'm going to try that this year. So she was talking about like some of the shopping she was doing and she's like, my parents are the hardest people to buy for, which I totally sympathize with yeah, because my dad everything. exactly if he wants something they buy it he buys yeah, it exactly. so there's nothing you can get him no that he needs so i really have to think like outside of the box to please my dad so we were talking about like parent gifts and i was like oh i just got a great idea for your parents and she's like what is it and I, I was like well for christmas last year my stepdad got everyone in the family those amazon echoes uh-huh. so it's like alexa but it has a screen and it has a camera, so you could, like, video chat with one another. You can watch stuff on it. It has, like, a clock face. But Steve and I don't ever leave it plugged in because we're very paranoid. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I would be, too. You know those things get hacked. You know that they're listening yes. to you. So we don't leave it plugged in. So I got it out, and I was like, okay, well, let me show you everything that it does because her parents, I think they do use Amazon, she said. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, this might be cool for them because they could video chat with you. They live in Oklahoma. She lives here. This might be a really cool thing that y'all have. That y'all could have. I'm showing her what it does. I plug it in. You have to leave it plugged in for a minute. So like the clock face. And it shows like the weather. It kind of like rotates through some screens. And I had left the bows playing right next to it. Because mm-hmm. we're listening to music. And I left the echo thing plugged in. And then our kitchen wall. So we live in a loft. Sorry. This this story is really long. But it's I okay. promise I'm getting okay. there. I'm painting a picture for you. So our loft. The kitchen wall backs up to my neighbor's bedroom wall and she's super nice she's a single mom and I thought I heard her kind of rustling around in there and it was probably like 10 or 10 30 I mean it's Friday night but I obviously want to be like courteous to her so I turned the music off because I'm like if she's trying to go to sleep I don't want to keep her up because she's gonna have to be up early with that kid yeah so I turned the music off but I always leave the bows plugged in because it's fucked up like it doesn't hold a charge so you like it has to stay plugged in or it doesn't work so I just leave it plugged in so Amy and I are sitting there talking and when Amy and I get together our conversations they can go anywhere but a lot of the time we talk a lot about like spiritual things and we talk a lot about astrology like that's just shit that we're into So, of course, I'm sure we had been talking about, like, what we think heaven is like. And we watch a lot of the same ghost shows. So, we had been watching that. She showed me a clip about this ghost thing, which I'll show you because it's fucking scary. And we're just talking. And all of a sudden, we hear, like, this. And we stop and we, like, look at each other. Because my first thought is it's the neighbor. I'm like, oh, she's banging on the wall because we're being too loud. But it wasn't, like, a wall. It was, like, from a speaker. So we look at each other and then we hear it again. And then we like slowly look over at the echo sitting there on the counter. And it's, it's like coming from the speaker on the echo. Like someone is inside of it banging to get out. 
Ooh. And or we somebody both, like tapped into the mic, like and we both on like it. freeze, and she's like, "Unplug it, unplug it right now." So I run over there, unplug it, and we are fucking scared shitless. I, yes. We call Steve in there because he was in the bedroom playing like a video game. We're like, "Get the fuck in here!" And he's like, "What?" And we tell him, and like. If it had just been me, I don't think he would have believed me. But since it, because we had been drinking, but since yeah. it, we were both like, dude, no, this happened. He was like, okay. So I get the sage out and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, saging. Open the windows. Open exactly. The windows. I'm saging the <laughs> fuck out of this place. So the next day, Amy has a reading with her psychic already planned. And she just happens, like, she's like, I'm just going to mention this story. She starts telling the story, doesn't even get to like the middle part. And her psychic, it's like over FaceTime becomes like ill like just the mention of this and she's like you need to throw that away so i don't know what the fuck is in that echo or who was trying to get in but it's like why the echo like the bose is always plugged in i use that thing all the time why not the tv why not why not the computer who knows the amazon echo is fucking maybe, haunted maybe this is like a new age ghost <laughs> like Someone you know how stuck in my you know how like viruses and stuff have to adapt what if it's like the ghosts trying to adapt to our new world oh my god so, that's scary it was so scary lacy well then after i that happened and i started thinking about this ghost on our recordings i'm like is it the same? Who the fuck is this? I don't like this. So that's my, <laughs> that's my suck for the week. That's is that. a suck. And when, then while I was saging, I was like, demons, it's your girl, Cam. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> you are not welcome. You are not welcome. Uh, I'm drinking this. Um, Steve got me a blonde vanilla latte with a pump of raspberry syrup. Ooh. It's really good. Anyways, what's your sweet for the week? The weather change. Mm. Uh, what was that, Thursday? Yeah. Thursday so was nice. nice. It was like 60 oh, degrees. I opened my windows it all was so beautiful. Day. We went on a long walk outside because you haven't been able to do that in a mm-hmm. while. It's been too hot. It was just perfect. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work outside, but I didn't think the Wi-Fi would reach. <laughs> I was like, man, I should just take my laptop and work the rest of the day out here. And just sit on this bench. So nice. Yeah, that's a good suite. Um, my suite... I had a really good weekend Friday. I hung I even though the ghost came on Friday, hung out with Amy last night, went out to my dad's house and he smoked a brisket mm. and we swam. And then my NFL fantasy team, we did our draft. So I did that in the hot tub. Ooh, did you pick Rogers? Actually, his ranking this he's year. He's gone was down. Really bad. I know he's no one smoothie. took him. And we have like twelve people in our league and no one took him. I know. He's still available. Ugh. I was like, damn, I can't believe no one took him. No, I know, but he's been so, he was so iffy last season. But we digress, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a few corrections. Um, one of our favorite listeners at Ink and Paper Hearts, she said, because you know I felt bad because she was like the picture of Dorian Gray is one of her faves, and I couldn't finish it. Um, so Oscar Wilde was actually a playwright. This was his first uh, and only novel. Okay. So she okay. said the reason it's like mostly dialogue is probably because, because he's, he's that background. Yeah. Plays. Right. Um, and I was like, all right, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, she's very knowledgeable about like, well, she used to work in a book, a used bookstore. Oh yeah. So she was like she telling knows. me all this stuff, yeah, and she I was knows. like, "Damn, maybe you could be like she our knows official the secrets behind the covers." <laughs> <laughs> also, not a correction, but a fun um, at booked bandit commented and was like hey thanks for the shout out um 
they were like, but now I'm in an Instagram deep dive about Bucky's, which I originally <laughs> thought was spelled B-U-C-K apostrophe Y-S. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. We, we should have clarified. We should have clarified. So uh, sorry, guys. They said that they live in New Jersey and they love Wawa, which Ooh, I've heard of I've Wawa. heard of Wawa, too, yeah. I've never been to one. I don't think I have either. I think they have them up in, like, Oregon and Washington, too. Hmm. And then I said, um, I said... I've heard of Wawa and I want to visit. I've just never seen one. I said, when I lived in Colorado, we had the come and goes. Uh, they weren't special, but the name sure stopped me in my tracks. And then it booked Bandit was like, no, I have to go to Colorado. It was literally spelled K-U-M and go. Oh, no. When I first saw that shit, I was like, what does that say? Like, is this another shop? I and then don't... my mom was laughing because she used to watch Live PD. Uh-huh. And she's like, they're always at the come and go on Live PD. <laughs> <laughs> They're like suspects at the come and go. <laughs> I was like, damn, I didn't know that. All right, so those are the only corrections I have. I also want to say, before we get into these questions, um, I had a talk. I went swimming at Amy's last weekend. And I felt I, I felt like I wasn't maybe being completely honest when we do these questions because I don't want to... Like, I'm I'm, sure the author is never going to listen to this. I'm ready to lay it out. But I said, I don't want, this is someone's, like, life work, and I don't want to just shit all over it. But she was like, well, you know, when someone writes a book, they know not everyone is going to like it. You can't like everything. It's not for everyone. Right, exactly. And she's like, I think that you should just be honest about how it made you feel. So I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm definitely going to do that. (laughs) Because this week's book, Luster, by Raven Lilani, I... Gave it two stars on Goodreads. I haven't rated it yet. I thought about it, and I was like, well, I feel like one star would have been like, I didn't finish it. And I obviously finished it. It was a but struggle it was a finish. Beating. And I've it seen a, a lot struggle. of people say they either loved it or they or hated, hated it. it. Yeah. And I felt like that was pretty spot on mm-hmm. because Ooh. we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. We'll get but there. But I'm going to be... So, basically, the synopsis of this book... There really isn't a fucking... That's plot i can do I don't this. like i can do this in like, like two that. sentences <laughs> so this young black woman gets into a relationship with this older white man who is married and has a black adopted daughter at one point she moves in with them and then she moves back out so we'll get into it now because that's this whole that's the whole yeah <laughs> i mean she's really just like living her life aimlessly yeah. Like, I, I think she's an Aquarius. She's so fucking weird. She's weird. <laughs> really weird, but weird. we'll get into that. So, okay. Uh, question number one. What was your favorite part of the book? <laughs> I don't have a favorite. <sighs> My favorite? Well, okay, I, I take that okay, back. Go. I do. I do. I do. I can't say that I don't, because I do. I do like the vocabulary and stuff, which we'll get to later. And I do like the inclusion of some of the music that she mentions because I did like, I did look up the disco song, the disco song that she yeah. that mentions in the very beginning. And I did like it. Cause and the I think there was old dude song. likes disco. Yeah, the, he's the always husband. like playing it because yeah. he's 23 years older than her, which makes him like 46 or something. Yeah, she's, she's like 23. 23. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite part of the book was how the relationship between her and the adopted daughter, Akila. Akila De- develops. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's a good one too. Because yeah, Akila is. is a black 
girl living in a house with white parents in a white neighborhood, and I feel like she, they, that she needed her. Yeah, she did. She needed someone. She needed her for lots yes. of things. And I really liked how that relationship developed. I did, too. Um, I did, too. The book, this shit starts right off with a bang. The first page, first sentence, she's like, the first time I had sex with this man, I was mm-hmm. at my desk. Okay, so, like, is that really sex, though? Like, is that phone? Is she talking about phone sex? What is she talking about? Phone sex? I think she's talking about, like, Text office. Sexting? No, I think she's talking about, like, office. I thought she was talking about Eric, the old dude. No. Our, okay, hold up. Let's go back. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> because that was like the first sentence i know I'll read you the, the first, first page sentence. threw me because it was all about sex and i was like whoa already oh maybe you're maybe she's not talking about him okay so this is a quote from luster by raven Lilani. the first time we have sex we are both fully clothed at our desk during work hours bathed in blue computer light oh but no he is away he is uptown processing a new bundle okay i'm so downtown was, so it was Eric. so it's like phones so it's like texting that's not sex. That's just. Like I get it now. Texting. Okay, I get it now because she said later on that their relationship developed online. Yes. So now that they makes like, sense. So that she meets this old dude on like a, I don't know, Tinder or some shit. I don't they think never it really says. mentioned. Yeah. yeah, they never really mentioned. And they talk for like a month before they meet. Um, and let's just go to the next question. What was your least favorite part of the book? <laughs> All of it. Okay. After I read a few chapters, I got what you were saying. About the writing. About the writing, which oh, we'll get we'll to get the to writing it. later. Yeah. But I understood what you meant. I think my least favorite part of the book is it has no plot. Yes. That's what a good, is the yeah. point? Of yeah. <laughs> because book. it's like, there's all this buildup. She and doesn't. Then there's dis- just never an end. She doesn't discover herself. She no. doesn't. I feel she doesn't learn anything. No. She's. No. <laughs> okay. So she meets Eric. They talk for a month. They finally meet in person. He is very open and honest. I am married. I am in an open marriage. My wife has a list of rules. These are the rules we have to follow if I want to continue doing this. They can change at any time. I respect that. Yeah, I do too. Because a lot of dudes would have fucking lied. Lied, yeah. And he was very open and honest about who he was, what he was looking for, and what he was about. And so was she. Later, he gets fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Yeah, I mean, was she honest, though? Like what? Like did he just see her as like a plaything? I don't know. See, I didn't. I didn't get that part. Either. Something different than his wife. I, or did it have to do with his adoptive daughter? Or, or something was else? it? Yeah. Or was was there something going on yeah, there that I he never, wanted to explore? I yeah, wondered that too. I did too. Um. So was it a fast or slow read, and why? Slow. It's slow. It's only it two hundred pages. Yeah, but it was slow. I had to force myself. I to did read too. It. I almost I, put it down, but I couldn't. I had to commit because of you, me listeners. Too. And I was like, I hate when I have to force myself to read something. But then I was also like, kind of curious because. So she starts seeing Eric. Da da da. She goes into all these dudes at her office. She is fucked. Like every single like one. Of every them. single dude. I'm like, girl. Like even the old bald dude. Don't shit where you eat. And she even says that in the book. Oh, and then she uh, ignores it. <laughs> yeah. So she gets fired because she's like, um, sending nude pictures on her fucking work computer. Hello, have you ever had a job oh my before? God. Everyone knows not to put personal shit on your Ugh. work computer. Stupid! Oh my god! Or visit anything? Or visit? Yeah, like she had gone to like a porn site, but she had like a legitimate reason. Yeah, because like, it was in a with book, the book that she was <laughs> like, editing. Horsegirls.com. So yeah. It was. Oh my god. <sighs> um. 
So she loses her job. Mm-hmm. She's living in a hellhole. She gets evicted. She runs into... Well, before that, she had, like, gone over to Eric's house and thought no one was home and went into his house. And got caught by the wife. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, got caught by the wife. And the wife chases and her. And the wife... And the wife's just like, okay, well, we're having a party here. I'll lay out a dress for you. You can stay. Rebecca, yeah. the wife. That bitch ain't right. She's weird. That bitch is not right. She's weird. There is some shit going on with her. Like, I kind of thought that maybe the wife was developing, like, sexual feelings towards her. I kind of got that vibe as but well. it just, it never played out. But she out. said several times, like, I want to know what my husband, why my husband chose you. So maybe she was curious. And wanted to see, like, what this chick was all yeah, about. Yeah, but she also, like, begged her to stop with her yes. husband at one point, too. At the very beginning, before yeah. she even invites her to move in. Yeah. And it's like a, like, a, after... It's like a nonchalant thing, Edie, like, please stop, Edith. please stop sleeping with my yeah. husband. Like, that's all it is. It's just in passing, and then she goes on. Yes. After she loses her job, she starts doing, like, DoorDash. Yeah. And she does a delivery to the wife. Mm-hmm. And the wife is a medical examiner at the VA hospital. And she was like, hey, you want to come watch me saw this dude's skull off? And she's like, okay. So their they're dynamic's weird. very yeah. weird. And she's like, well, I just wanted to see, like, why my husband chose you, whatever. At that point, Edith, Edie, I think it calls her Edie e- more often. Than yeah, the but it's Edith. She's yeah. like, yeah, I don't have anywhere to go. And Eric was out of town on business, yeah. so the, Rebecca, the wife, is like, all right, well, just come home with us. Very, very weird. Yeah, and she tells her, she's like, this is just for tonight. Mm-hmm. But then she stays, like, a really long fucking like, time. Like, months. Um, and I guess we'll talk about the rest of the book as we go through the yeah. questions. But another thing I wrote down was, because she mentioned in the beginning she has ovarian tor- torsion. Yeah. Um that's another thing is this chick like the whole book is just her thoughts so she's like thinking about a time like when her mom died but then she's like oh and sometimes when i'm at a party i tell people i have ovarian tor i start talking about my ovarian torsion okay we can talk about that so i looked it up um it's when your ovary is like twisted up in your fallopian tube oh but it's like ongoing so it'll like kind of twist and turn it says it can be very painful very painful. Well, then that had to be on top of whatever was wrong with her bowels because they're yeah, torpedoes. She like, kept talking about having she like, was taking she was a suppository. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with this bitch? Yeah, and then just she eat kept... some Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> It'll clear everything with right out with beans. <laughs> Everybody knows with beans if you want a bean. I kind of wish we would have gotten an answer to that because she even like goes to the doctor. Yeah. And she talks a lot about sticking stuff up butts. Like the doctor stuck his finger up her butt because she was constipated. Yeah. Rebecca's, like, opening up that cadaver. She puts a cotton ball up their butt. Like, she has to take a suppository yeah. up the butt. It like, talks there's a lot else. Yeah. about the butt. Um, what, what? In the butt. Yeah, weird. <laughs> um, also on the same page that she's talking about her variant torsion, she mentions Spice Worlds. I was like, hey. Yay. Yeah, I saw um, that too. And then she talks about melting her naked Barbie in the microwave. If you're... Wow. If your child's melting Barbies, you need to take them to therapy. There's something Something's going on going there. Going on. Who the fuck melts their Barbies? Wow. Did you ever do anything to your Barbies? Not like that. Yeah, I would, didn't. like, cut their hair and yeah. shit, like, normal. Yeah. I, I cut Color on them with markers and yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. Also think she... I mean, for her to be 23 and interested in a man that's 23 years older than her, she has some daddy issues, which we do learn throughout the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her dad, like, wasn't very involved in... 
yeah. dies. And- because that's that's one thing I asked. That's one thing I wrote down. I wrote down, um, does she her need for sex with men stem from her father always being gone? And it later touches on that and her grandfather talking about how they were just drug and sex addicts, all of them. Like mm. all of the daughters and brothers that they had. What was it, like 10 kids or something that her grandfather had or some. Something like that. So you think her sexual issues, because she, it also, like, as she sees Eric, like, he's got some fucking issues, because at one point he, like, yeah. shoves her down, like, that's not fucking okay. He, like, hits her twice in the face, He, he tells too. her straight up, I really want to hurt you, and yeah. she's like, okay, and he hits her, and, okay. And then she's like, again, and this it's is like, when Whoa. I started really feeling, like, some empathy towards her, because this is a woman that has not realized her worth. Yes. She, very much so. Women that don't know their worth accept the love they think they deserve. And so that's what she's doing with all these guys. That's why she's daring dating this married man that she knows that he's married and he's not leaving his wife because she doesn't understand that she is worthy of love, like real love. Not you know at what all. I mean? Yeah, not at all. She's just used to them all using her. Yes. And, and I have friends like that and so, like, towards her, I kind of just wanted to shake her and be like, you need, you are worthy. You can do, be whatever you want. You can have whoever you want. Stop letting this person treat you like this. I think she kind of realized that at the end um, a little bit. I mean, there was still, you know, a part where she was like, well, I, I need something on paper to make sure that I'm still seen, to make sure I just don't disappear. But it's... yeah. But her painting, yeah. But then they, their proof that she was there, yeah. But then it said shortly before that she felt okay, you know. Yeah, she's got some issues. Yeah. she's and she's really weird. Um, so one of the questions I came up with, um, because at the very beginning when she first meets Eric after they've been talking for a month, he takes her on a date to Two. fucking Six Flags. Six Flags. <laughs> I was like, okay, um. She's weird. 23, not a child. <laughs> this dude is weird. As an older dude, when I think of an older dude, I'm thinking of like a cultured, worldly, sophisticated you would man. Think. He is like a loser. Like he goes to takes his, maybe he chose Six Flags because she thought she would enjoy it. What? I don't. He's weird anyway. He's like weird. all the texts that he sends her are weird he's and they're all weird. about work. It's like. Okay. I just I, I just recolored this, or like we just bound this, or like this snippet of information from this book. It's just weird. And maybe you're right. Maybe the fact that he took her to Six Flags has something to do with his daughter. I don't, I don't know. know. There's something going on there. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. I thought it was fucking like. And weird. there's this one point at a Comic Con where. He just starts throwing up, and apparently he had taken oh, mushrooms. Oh, he had taken some shrooms. But yeah. they never even mentioned that, and he's yeah, like, missing his shoe. Yeah, they're standing in line, and he's like, I'm about to go on a trip. And it names the type of shrooms he was eating. Oh, see, I guess they're I must have They're called, like, gold that. caps or I must something. have missed that. Then. They're, like, in a baggie, and he's like, I'm about to go on a ride. <laughs> yeah, the dude's got fucking issues. Yeah. He's with his daughter at Comic-Con. Oh which Okay, maybe you're at Comic-Con without your daughter, and you want to go for a trip. Fucking go for it, dude. But take a, a small amount. <laughs> Especially if you've never taken shrooms. Because yeah. he clearly gets ill. And he's, like, an alcoholic. Ugh. He's always drinking, because... Even his daughter and wife were like, he shouldn't be drinking. If he's drinking around you, you need to tell us. And he's drinking around her. Um, after Six Flags, they're in the car. And he's like, I want you to suck my fingers. I'd have been like, bro, 
did you, have you washed your hands? Like, I don't want them fucking fingers You've been in touching my mouth. all those bars at Six yes. Flags. <laughs> and then calls her a slut. I'm like, oh my god. This like, you're the one that told book. me to do it. Yes. Okay. So, well, with the date, with the Six Flags, it got me thinking um, mm-hmm. about awkward dates. <sighs> so I kind of like threw it out in the Instagram universe if anyone's had an awkward date. Let's hear and, it. Um, Someone did write in. I'm not going to say their name because no, they asked me. They asked me not to. We don't need to. Um, but she said that she had been on one date with this guy, mm-hmm. and for their second date, he wanted to take her out for Valentine's Day. So it must have been like February, and she was like, "The second date on Valentine's Day, uh, it's a little too committal yeah, for me." Yeah. So I think they went out the day after Valentine's Day, and um, he takes her to Ruth Chris, which if I think they have those everywhere, but if you don't know, it's like a very expensive steakhouse. Like, very expensive, very nice place. Um, I've never been to Ruth Chris, so yeah, it's not either. a place you just go anytime. No. So he took her to Ruth Chris, so, you know, she's probably like, oh shit, like, this dude is, he really likes me or whatever. He gifts her a Valentine's Day gift, a Uh-oh. pair of Tory Burch flats. Ooh! Which, if you don't know, retail from about $195 to $295. I don't know which one she got. Yeah. So, he buys her an expensive pair of shoes for Valentine's For an expensive Day. dinner. For an expensive dinner. Oh. Which, she said, kind of made her feel uncomfortable. Because it's like, it's I don't second date. really know this guy. And he's buying me these expensive shoes. I would have just been like, fuck yeah, I kept the shoes, never saw the dude again. Whatever. Probably. Yeah, That's on <laughs> So, the waiter comes to the table after he's gifted her these expensive shoes, right? And tells the waiter, well, I only have this much money, so what can I get for that? Oh, (laughs) my Jesus. (laughs) And the waiter's like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, if I have this much money, like, what can I get? And so, the girl that wrote us was like, okay, well, I'll just have a water to drink because she's like, Fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, anybody would be. That's, oh my goodness. So she says that I guess whatever amount of money he had was enough for steaks, but I don't know what happened because when the bill came, he was like, shit, I don't have enough money. Oh my. And she was like, what? And he's like, I don't have enough money. She's like, you're the one that picked this place and told me to come here. What the fuck you mean you don't have enough money? So she had to pay the difference. And she's like, I never, I blocked his number in the parking lot of the restaurant. I would have taken those shoes, blocked the number, and walked out. What kind of guy is like, what can I get for this much money at Ruth Chris? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So yes. Listener, I might have even just walked out. I might, I might not have even paid That's what I, I might have just walked out. On I would have been like, oh, let me go to the bathroom. And then yeah. I'd have fucking yeah. left. Sorry, yeah. dude. You're doing dishes tonight. Like, not you my asked problem. me to come. Exactly. And it was like apparently kind of far away from where they both lived. Because she's like, there's so many other places we could have gone. Like Ugh. closer to where we both, like central to where we both live. But no, Look, this guys. fucker picked this place. Like what a freak. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So do you have any awkward date stories? I I don't really. I mean, the only one that comes to mind is I had gone to a Halloween party. And it was way out in the boonies. And this is someone you were dating? <clears throat> yeah. Like, how many dates had you been on? Mm. I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Like, were you seriously dating or were you still like... This was like at the beginning. Okay, got it. So, we decided to go to a Halloween party. All cool, yeah. Out in the boonies. Like, 
out in the boonies. Those which are probably the best parties, though. Yeah, it is the best parties. Okay. But, like, Buck, wow. I have to take, like, I'm driving my little Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to take this thing out through the woods. <laughs> so it was a little hard to get to, but, right. like, we're in a we're in a caravan. So, like, there's people in front of us, people okay, behind gotcha. us. So it's a little bit easier. But, like, we get there, and almost everybody's parked, you know, and there's this, like, little pond in the middle. Mind you, this is before we started the bonfire and everything, so it is darker. But we all have our headlights on so everybody can see. This chick rolls in (laughs) and is trying to park and backs up into the pond. And this is before the party even started. Like, just another, like, a random chick? Yeah, just a random chick that was coming (laughs) to the party. What kind of car was it? I don't even remember. I think it was like I think it was like a Jeep type car or something so like that. So she don't know how to drive it. Yeah. And she couldn't get it out. So like how far was her car in the pond? It was, it was in there. And this is one of those steep ponds, so it's you can't you can't drive oh, it out. No, a tow truck's gonna have to right. come and get her. So out. one of the guys with the trucks, they try and pull it out with their truck and that doesn't work either. What so they have to what call. What was she dressed up as? I don't even remember. I, that's the like sad thing. I don't even remember. Or some shit. It probably was. <laughs> probably some officer universe. <laughs> a cowboy. Like, bitch, you clearly don't add a cowboy. You got your Jeep stuck in a pond. <laughs> so nobody can get her out. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the place that we were probably What trust- is your date doing during this? We're just standing there laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> because there's nothing we can do. You just got to take it all in. You have to take it all in. You know, she should have been more careful. We all knew it was there. We were all standing around it. Yeah. Like, how but, do you mess a fucking pond? Yeah. We all drove around it. Oh, my <laughs> we God. We were in a caravan. Come on. But we have to end up calling a tow truck, and this is on land we shouldn't be on. We're probably trespassing oh, at this shit. point. Because, you know, all this land out here is trespassing. See? Oh my god. So before the party even starts, it's over. So <laughs> <laughs> we have to leave. <laughs> How did you tell the tow truck to find you if you're like that was their problem? Stay you on know? this road and then turn off on You're gonna take this road and I'm gonna be standing at the curb waving. <laughs> Seven minutes later, you're gonna see me standing there, turn on that road. <laughs> Fuck. So y'all had to leave. Did you stay yeah. till the tow truck came or did No, you hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what were you dressed up as? Oh, I was some little fancy witch or something. Some something sex, some yeah, sexy. Oh yeah, it was witch. short. It was a short little skirt. Everything's fucking sexy these days. Like, oh, I'm a sexy doctor. And like, oh, I'm a sexy proctologist. <laughs> now I'm just like, how bloody can I get? Right. I'm a sexy Lacroix can. <laughs> Bitch, shut up. <laughs> can I be a ketchup packet? I'm a on sexy. A I'm a sexy Taco Bell packet. Have you seen those? <laughs> yes. The dress. <laughs> I kind of want to do Taco Bell. But we would do something better than that skimpy little dress. I know, it's like a little tube top dress and like nothing. We could get creative and have soft coming out. Did you see where Katy Perry was a Cheeto? I fucking love her for that. That was awesome. Like, oh my god, I want to be a Cheeto. Could we be macaroni? I want to be a Chipotle burrito. (gasps) Or pizza rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I had a kid, I'd be dressing them up as like a Starbucks Frappuccino. For sure. Oh my god. Okay, so Steve's told me a funny date story of his. Um, <clears throat> Steve's our producer for all you I don't know if I was supposed to say listeners. his name but I've already said it so it's too late he said that he went out on like so he met this girl online mm-hmm. on a dating site and it was like their first and only date and they're talking and he said it, she wasn't really good at conversation like anyways which 
once you start dating, you realize finding someone that is a good conversationalist is hard. Not everyone can carry a conversation. I was shocked. So she was one of those people. And then she starts talking about her dead husband, which she's our age. She's so he's died very young, which is tragic. Oh, and by the way, she has two kids. And Steve's like, like a stepdad and I'm going to be a second husband. And I'm assuming this was like mid-20s because y'all have been dating for a while now, too. So he was like, that was just a little. He's like, a stepdad, okay. But he's like, a stepdad and the chick's first husband died. I don't know about that. So, and she was just weird and she wasn't a very good conversationalist and he didn't feel anything. So, but it's like, on one hand, I'm like, well... She wants to make sure he knows what he's getting into. Yeah. But then it's like, on the other hand, oh, yeah, my husband died. And you yeah, don't even... I got two kids. And, I wouldn't yeah. leave with that. Yeah. No. yeah. Maybe the two kids, not the dead husband. Yeah. The dead husband's maybe for later. Maybe save that for later. Yeah. I understand bringing up the kids yeah. early. Because they're still there. So and that's they're still a deal relevant. breaker for yeah, some people. exactly. Um, I have one. I have a ton. But, <laughs> <laughs> man, so I used to online date. And there are some real tools There's out there. Some, ooh, girl. <laughs> but this one... <laughs> Um, this douchebag, I'm going to try to be as vague as possible, worked for a local sport team. Okay. And it's going to be really hard to tell the story without giving away who he works for. (laughs) He may not even work there anymore. Their cheerleaders were having their calendar release party at this bar. And, okay, they're obviously Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, There's we no know, way around we know. that. Okay. Because, like, the Rangers don't have cheerleaders, and they're I very mean, famous. the Mavs do, but... So their, cabin, their calendar yeah, okay. is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So he invites me to their calendar release party. Like, I obviously don't want to go. Who, Who wants, wants to be to in a room in front of Dallas yeah. Cowboys cheerleaders? They're all they're gorgeous, size famous. zero. Like, oh my god. And I'm like, ugh... I'm confident, but I'm not that confident. Yeah, not in a room full of them. With Maybe a, a couple. With a dude I've been on a few dates. Yeah. But he was to- He was like, no. He's like, it's going to be so fun. And he's like, uh, we're going to have a band there. And he's like, bring a friend. He's like, because I'm going to have to work part of it. He's like, so bring a friend. Um, you know, just I'll set y'all up at like the bar or table. I'll, I got your drinks. Like, I just want y'all to have a good time. And he obviously wants people to be there. Because mm-hmm. that's like part of his job. Yeah. So I take Amy. Because Amy's always like. Down for Down anything. Down for yeah. anything. So at first when I told her it was a cheerleader, she was like, Ugh. But then I told her, I was like, hey, he said he would pay for our drinks. So she's like, fuck yes, I'm in. So we go. And they have a fucking red carpet. And Ooh. so the cheerleaders are like walking down the carpet. And me and Amy are like, oh my fucking God. Like, is there a way we can go around? There's no way around. So we, we. We fucking walked that red carpet, okay? Like, you should have told me I was going to be in a photo op, <laughs> we looked first like, of all. We looked good. We looked like torrid <laughs> models, but baby, we looked good, okay? So we go in there, and we are having a great time. We're drinking, we're taking shots, good good atmosphere. There's obviously a lot of dudes there. Because, yeah. hello, they want to see these cheerleaders. <laughs> and he... Comes by a few times at first because he's obviously working and he like orders a few rounds for us to keep us happy. Um, he introduces us to a few people that you would probably see on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, prominent like Dallas people, whatever. And then it's like his work part is kind of done. So he comes to hang out with us. 
So he starts ordering like fireball shots. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I drank way too much. I threw up in the bathroom. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. That's not the awkward part. Um, when we got there, we told them we're there. We're here with so-and-so. And he said that he had already started a tab for us. Yeah. Because, hello, I'm single. I'm living on a budget. I can't fucking afford to go out and drink. Yeah. That's one of the only reasons I came besides yeah. to see he him. He said he could He said he would cover yeah. it. She's like, well, that's fine. She goes, I can't find the tab. She goes, but if you just want to start one, she goes, it doesn't matter who pays. You just have to start it. So I give her my card to start the tab, whatever. So he's coming at the end of the night ordering all these rounds of drinks, da, da, da. <clears throat> he tabs out and I see him sign the slip and he hands me my credit card. Like the bartender had had it. <gasps> And I said, how did you get my card? And he's like, oh, I paid. He goes, I paid. I closed out your tab. And I said, they gave me your card. So I paid with my card. I'm like, okay, cool. So I go back to Amy's place because she was sober enough to drive. I don't fucking know. Ooh, drunk. I, I wake up I the next that. day. Yeah. He had charged your card. $75 fucking dollars yeah. that he had charged for all those fucking. Yeah. And it was only $75 because this place had really cheap drinks. But still. And I'm like, you charged my fucking card exactly. for this? Exactly. I knew it. So at first, I knew it. I'm like, the bar fucked up. I'm like, they probably charged him and me. So I text them and I'm like, hey, I think they accidentally charged both of us because I'm, at that point in my life, I was not in a position to spend $75 on no. drinks. I am single in an apartment that's probably too expensive for me and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And young. And young. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that's like my grocery money for the week. Yeah. And so he doesn't text me back. Of course. And I call the bar and I'm like, hey, I think y'all have accidentally charged us twice. I give, because I have the receipt. It's not my signature. Yeah. I have the receipt. He gave it to me when he handed me my card. Yeah. And they're like, nope, we didn't charge it. We only charged this card number, blah, 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 like last four digits. I'm like, what that's the mine. fuck? Like, that's I'm like, mine. this dude ran up all these yeah. fucking drinks. Amy's mortified. She's like, I will help you pay. I'm like, no, it's not about that because... I brought you as my guest. Yeah. And I told you everything was covered. But I'm pissed because that's what I was told too. Yeah. So I tweet this dude and I tweet his name and I'm like, so-and-so is the kind of guy that runs up a bar tab and charges it to the chick's card. And he fucking blocked me. He blocked me on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. But I'm like, Fuck He didn't you, want dude. you to give it away. Yes. He's like, no, I want to do this again. Okay, you can't give it away. Who does that? So needless to say, I've not seen him since. I did run into him when I was already, I think I was already engaged to Steve. We were like out with my mom and dad. Were you like flittering around a lot? He was there with a woman and baby. Ooh. Dodged a bullet. I wonder if this bitch knows he don't pay for drinks. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my, that's one of my many awkward date stories. But yeah, not six flags, but. Close. Close. All right. (laughs) Um. Which event scene character has stuck with you the most? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't really. None of it stuck with me. I don't. Uh, maybe just how weird they were. Yeah. Because they were all really weird. Like, and there's a there's a note I even wrote down. <laughs> I wrote, "Does she have a mental illness?" <clears throat> I think they all do. Or something like that because the way she the way she acts. Yeah. It's just it's weird. Very erratic, odd behavior. Yeah, and she has like no emotions or feelings. Uh-huh. She's just going around sleeping with all these people. Uh-huh. Like she just doesn't doesn't know what she wants to do, uh-huh. is not trying to do anything. <clears throat> like when she gets fired, she goes into the office of this dude that she had fucked. And he has like this samurai sword or some shit. And she just opens it. And she just like cuts her hand on it. Like, um, okay. 
And then she holds it in a dirty shoe the yes, whole way slipper, home. Yes, the whole way home on the subway. Like, what a oh weirdo. Um, <clears throat> I think Rebecca's kind of stuck with me because she's pretty complex, the wife. She's, what the fuck's going on in her head? She's a weirdo, head? too. She's so weird. Yeah. Um, like, dyes her hair at one point, goes to this rock concert. And takes off her, like, shirt and bra and like, the yeah. mosh pit. And, and then, like, like, is talking about her child's tutor, and he's, like, a teenager. And, and he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a douchebag, too, but it's, they're all weird. They're all baskets. Yeah, they're all baskets. Oh, my God. I just lost, like, all of my notes. Oh, no. They disappeared. I don't know where they are. They were on my little um, notebook thing. And now they're not fucking there. Well. Okay, they're back. Okay. So, I did find some of the, um, well, we're talking about characters that stuck with us most. So, yeah, Rebecca, she's pretty complex. Um. Like, so when she, when she first invites Edie to live with them, Eric's out of town for, like, this week-long work trip convention or something. Mm-hmm. And so I think they really like the dynamic of all three of them together. All the daughter, three women, yeah. The, yeah. Um, yeah, because it did make a mention of how they were so noisy and how uh-huh. there was activity in the house when he was gone. But, but when Eric he was there and, and it's dead quiet. Everyone's in their own room doing their own thing. Yeah, nobody eats um, dinner together. Nobody yeah. talks. Yeah. Um, also, Rebecca's just odd. She'll just be, like, down there doing yoga, and then she'll, like, scoot over for Edie to join her. Like, they're not words. They're actions. That yeah. kind of tells Edie it's okay to keep staying and keep staying and keep yeah. staying. Well, then but Eric then, gets back, and yeah. Rebecca had never told him that, that his girlfriend's yeah. staying the night, and he's like, what the fuck is she doing here? So they have, like, a whole night-long fight. Uh-huh. But then it's like, she just keeps staying and staying and yeah. staying. And, and then this all money, each other. this money starts yep. appearing on the dresser. So do you think that was Rebecca leaving the money on the I dresser? Think so. I think so. I kept trying to think, like, I, I kept thinking that maybe she was going to try and set her up because her yes. wedding rings kept disappearing and stuff, yes. too. I thought that was odd. I thought that was odd, too. But, but yeah, she would just randomly leave because she, she knew she didn't have a job. She was looking for a job. She was actively yeah, looking for a job. Yeah, she kept changing her resume depending um, on the job description. She would leave, like, four or five hundred dollars on her nightstand yeah. in the guest room but and then some weeks it was only like some weeks only, yeah but she did save it up she yeah. was putting it in the bank because yeah, you know my smart. dumb ass would have been blowing it i know my i would have too <laughs> okay what did you think of the writing i did not like it are there any standout sentences or vocabulary no. well the vocabulary there's a couple okay let me let me let me touch on the good first <laughs> okay let me start with the good first i'm gathering my thoughts <laughs> so page 84 Seraphim is like a bright angel. Uh-huh. It's a it's a cast of angels. Yeah, yeah. And Seraphim are kind of towards the top of the cast system of mm-hmm. angels. I've read a lot of angel books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, page 99, Schadenfreude. What's that? Revel in embarrassment. Hold up. Page 99? Page 99. Page 99. Um, where is it? Let me see. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't relate. I take a moment to revel in the schadenfreude, but mostly I feel suckered into admitting it, that it matters, that I have thought about it, the apparent isolation of their child. A thing immediately recognizable to me for being myself. That thing which is both hyper-visible and invisible. Black and alone. That was a quote. 
from yes. Lester. What does that word mean? Revel in embarrassment. Shot in huh. shade and fruit. To revel in the... Why didn't she just say revel in the embarrassment? Uh, you know. Big words, college. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Raven, you went to college. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Page 100. Uh-huh. Quotidian. Uh, what does that mean? Occurring daily. Oh, because it says she... Quotidian thing that I pre- pretend to be asleep. Yeah, kind of like a mundane... Uh, huh occurring daily thing that's the only three vocabulary words that I came across that i didn't know those were the good now the bad <laughs> okay she uses the word segue way too fucking much very much like i was like god this she keeps i first of all it's probably the first time i've ever read the word segue in a book but she uses it i think i counted like seven times oh, a lot but <laughs> And not even that from the very beginning. I think I was like, what was I, like 15 pages in when I texted you? Yes. Like, this writing is awful. So, <laughs> just, okay, because it took me a, little, a few more pages to realize what you were talking about. It's um, it's like she she takes a snippet of time and describes it, describes mm-hmm. what's going on, mm-hmm. and then she, like, fast forward yes. and does the same thing. Yes. And it's so erratic. It's, it's choppy. so choppy. That's, and yeah. it's not, uh, flow. it doesn't yeah. flow. It doesn't have a beginning, uh, you know, a climax mm-hmm. and end like it's just and sometimes thrown in. when i was reading the paragraphs i felt like i was just kind of long-winded like yeah yeah like there was then so I do many this, and then i do this yeah. and then i saw this and then i'm like and yeah. then back when i was a kid and my mama was doing this and yeah it was oh, yeah it was kind of a beating um and that's what made it so hard it was to hard. get through this book because there was dialogue the dialogue was good yeah everything you know everything it could have been everything else could have been so much better with just, I don't know, just a little bit better writing style. Now, I'm not a, you know, a major by any means, but this is like the first book that I've read that it was kind of just this choppy mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. I wish, maybe someone will listen to this and maybe kind of understand what we're trying to say and explain maybe, it in a better way. Well, and maybe, maybe she does have a mental illness, like the Edith in the book. Maybe she has a mental illness and the writing style is trying to... I don't know, like push across her mental illness or something. Maybe I don't know. May- okay, that's a good point. Maybe it's like a it's on display. Like, right. These are the thoughts running through right. her head, so she's clearly like this up. is her thought process. You know. Um, I did find some of the sentences very poetic. Yeah, um, the, yeah, there was some. There was some. The way she like uses like examples. Um, let me find this one. Page twenty seven. Like, some of the sentences I kind of, like, had to marinate on, and I was like, wow, it really... This one... Let me find it. Okay. So this is a quote. Um, because there are men who are an answer to a biological imperative, mm. whom I chew and swallow, and there are men I hold in my mouth until they dissolve. I'm like, huh. <laughs> so some of these sentences are really, really like the, poetic. Yeah, they're really nice. But the ch- the choppy writing does trick you out of it. Yes, it took me out of it. It took me out of it so bad. Um, I honestly don't know when people are saying they love it. I'm like, what did you love? Yeah, what I want I know I want to know what they love. This too. is a woman that has issues and they're not resolved by the no, end of the book. Not so at what all. is it that you are loving? Not at all. Um, she gets pregnant from a man who says he's sterile. By the way, ladies, 
Don't the man believe tells him. you he's sterile. Don't believe Take him. Take that shit into your own hands, okay? I'm not trying to shame anyone. I'm no. talking to you like your girlfriend would talk to you. Don't fall for that shit. No. <laughs> just like you, just like they shouldn't fall, always fall for the chick that says, yes, I'm, I'm on, on birth control. control. Yeah. No. Take, take that into your own hands. But she gets pregnant, um, and then she kind of starts to change. And honestly, the book kind of picked up for me at that point, because it's kind of like, what's gonna happen? She starts painting, like, yeah. a lot more, Ooh, and I think she's lot. really happy with her paintings, and yeah. she's, like, kind of finding herself a little bit, like, and, seeing herself Yeah, and Rebecca for the first starts time. to like her paintings, they start yes. developing further. Like, and, oh, Rebecca yeah. starts kind of sitting for her, even yeah. though it's at the morgue, and she's working on cadavers, she wants Edie to come and paint her while she's doing that, and Edie's, like, really happy with her work, because before that, she was very, like, self-deprecating about her work. And, like, she hadn't used her paints in yes. so long that they were almost they were all solidified. Dry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then she has this horrific miscarriage, poor thing, like in the middle of the night mm. while Rebecca's sleeping in her room. In the floor of her room. Um, I kind of wondered if Rebecca did something, like slipped her something. She's a doctor. But how would she have known? The chick, the chick was throwing up everywhere. Like, That's true. If That's you, true. If you were watching And who someone, shot the dog? Oh, that was 100% Rebecca. <laughs> because, okay, it kind of made me wonder... Rebecca kept talking about the neighbor's dog, like, getting on her nerves, but no one else could hear it. And I'm like, is yeah. this bitch fucking crazy, too? Well, then the neighbor's dog gets shot, and Rebecca has this gun, like, in a Monopoly box under her bed. And one in the car. And one in the car. <laughs> like, this bitch is pet. She's yeah. strapped. And when the, and when somebody asks if she has weapons, the now, police. she says no. She's like, no, I don't have any firearms. I think she fucking shot that dog. I think she did, too. She's, and I kept honestly kept waiting. For her to admit it, for or something. her to kill like a person, I'm like, this yes. is gonna escalate. This is like, gonna okay, escalate. so I thought the blood that was all over her, <laughs> Me too. I thought it was like Me the too. dog or something. Me too. You know? or, or I thought she had tried to kill Edie, yeah. or she had tried to kill herself. Yeah. So I was or like, Eric. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> the plot thickens, but no, it did not. It didn't. No. It. Um, I think maybe through Edie's miscarriage, she maybe realizes Eric's not a good person for her. And maybe she, she did because remember she told she him she's out. like she he asked her you know do you like me and she's like I don't know she's, if I ever did yeah but then at one point prior to that she was contemplating that she loved him. I also kind of respect her because after while she's living there, Eric had told her I'll leave my wife for you. Yeah, oh yeah, and like they like, all do. Uh, right, and she even says that she's like dudes always say this shit. Well, after she gets pregnant, I'm like dude, she could have had him. Uh huh. He. Because he had wanted a child, they adopted an older child because he thought he was sterile. He had, like, some, he said he had some, like, autoimmune thing when he was yeah, a kid that so, left him sterile or some shit. So, if she would have told him, he Rebecca would have been gone. But, see, I honestly But she thought, didn't do that. I honestly thought it was going to turn into, like, some weird throuple. I did, too. I did, or, too. Or, like, some arrangement. Especially when she's standing there watching them have sex yes. through the crack in their door. Okay. Taking pictures First of all, and then repainting. I wouldn't know if someone's standing at the crack in my door watching wouldn't me fuck you? my husband. Yeah. But she's standing there, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're about to ask her to join. This is happening. This is happening. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, 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 no. It didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, would you want to read another book by this author? No. no. I would, yeah, probably I would not. not. Did reading the book impact your mood in any way? How and where? Oh, yeah, it made me mad at the book. It, <laughs> Lacey said when she was done, she threw the book. I threw the book. I closed it and I threw it across the room because I was just done with it. It doesn't wrap up anything. She doesn't conclude anything. There's no different feelings at the end of the book as there was at the beginning of the book. 
maybe it was meant to be that way. I don't know, but I didn't like it. Um, it didn't impact my mood, but I just really didn't like Eric. Like, I have so many notes. Like, on he page 34, he's like, oh, I'm a little old-fashioned. Oh, you're in an open fucking marriage. Get the fuck out of here with that Oh, you're shit. a little old-fashioned. You're a little old-fashioned when you lay your hands on her jaw? Yeah, like, because on. they waited, like, a month or something to have sex. Oh or two months God. or something. See, I would have been out at that point. he's like, I'm a little old-fashioned. Uh, no. Also, on page 56, he talks about his fly being down. I'm like, this is the most unsweet yes, guy at I've that, ever at met his at his anniversary party. party. Yeah. Like, he's such a dork. Uh, what does she see in him? But then she talks about, like, how tall and buff he is. Like, Okay, so let's go into my favorite question, since you brought that up. Uh, who did you picture? I didn't, because Cast she... Cast the movie. She, she doesn't, didn't, desc- she doesn't she describe, doesn't describe them. them. No. She just said he's a white man. Mm-hmm. At one point, she said he was this big rectangle, and then she says triangle. So mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. Um, okay, so I'm going to laugh, because I mention this name every episode. Eric... Ben Which Affleck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or Tom Cruise. No, this no, one's No, Tom's ben. not tall enough. This one's yeah, Ben, Tom's yeah, for sure. Enough, and Ben's yeah. kind of fucked up in the head, too. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca. Kate Winslet. Kate okay. Winslet could do some Rebecca. Or Cameron Diaz. Uh, I feel like Cameron Diaz is too pretty to be maybe. Rebecca. Maybe Charlize Theron? She's way too pretty to be Rebecca. That's true. Because it did say that she's kind of plain. Winslet is pretty, but she can also be really plain. That's true. It did say she was plain. That's her. That's true. Yeah, Kate, I, yeah, I could see Kate Winslet. I could. Yeah. Um, Edie, the first person that just popped up. Like, sometimes I just, like, my mind just cast it. And I was thinking of Zendaya. Ooh, yeah, Beautiful girl. Yeah, this, she would work perfectly. She, and she can pull off some dark yeah. shit. Because she's in that yeah. one, like, really dark HBO mm-hmm. show. Um, God, I should go into casting. <laughs> I am so good at this. Okay. Um, what surprised you most about the book? I would say how much I hated it. Yeah. Same. Because when I thought I was going to like it. I thought I was going to like it. When I read the synopsis, it said, she starts dating this dude in an open marriage. She moves in with them. I'm thinking these people are going to be a high class, hoity-toity. Yes. This is going to be. I also thought there might be a turn and like it went kind of racist, you know? Like I thought it could go that way you with were this couple, it was but yeah, go because they they kept they kept making like pointing out racial things, and like there was this one white woman across the street that always always watched Edith and Akila, yeah. even though Akila had lived there for what I think two years at this point. She had said, yeah, yeah, and it was just I don't know, it was yeah, just that weird. neighborhood was fucked up. Yeah. Um, it was very disturbing and hurtful to read about the police scene oh yeah because akila's lived there like you said a while yeah. and she's literally just looking for her key like in her backpack trying to and get they're into wrestling her, own her house. to the ground and they're fucking wrestling that okay this translates to translates to real life yes, this is shit totally. that goes on we don't understand because we're white yeah. i mean we could probably literally try to break into our house and they would ask us if we need help yeah but akila's trying to look for her key and get into the door and they're wrestling and she's her standing to the there ground. with Edie, and they're like treating them like suspects yeah that was fucked up. It was fucked up. That was fucked up. And you know, that probably should be w- what stuck with me the most. Probably. It would. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It was hard to read. Yeah. Um, so, how did your opinion of the book change when you reached the ending? It didn't. I didn't no, like it. No, it didn't. I still, I still hated it just as much as the I, I obviously, okay, I wanted to know what happened when she was pregnant and then she lost the baby and then I was like, okay, well, where What's is gonna this book going to go from yeah. this? Um, I'm also surprised that before I read it and I read the synopsis and I was like, oh my God, it's only 200 pages. I'm going to want more. Nope. No. 200 pages no. is fine. I did not want more. I wanted it to end before then. I didn't even really care about the flashbacks with her parents. I didn't I either. Don't, 
feel like it adds anything. No, we could have done without. She's fucked up enough. Yeah. I understand this kind of probably illustrates why she is the way she is, maybe. Her maybe. mom was an addict. But I think they could have explained it better. I, th- I think I think it could have been, yeah, I think it could have been explained better. She carries around this painting she did of her dead mother's body. Yeah. Like, it's really morbid. There's some real morbid, morbid shit in here. Um, how does the book title work in relation to the book's contents? It if doesn't. you could give the book a new title, what would it be? Oh, it doesn't work. Uh, Luster has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Well, let's look at the definition of Luster. Let's see. Let's see. Also, these questions are the ones that we got from Oprah's book club, and we've kind of mixed them in with our own. Okay. Luster definition. A gentle sheen or soft glow, especially that of a partly reflective surface. She is trying to see herself in the mirror several times throughout the book. She's, you know, looking in the mirror, and she's like, I just don't see myself. But then at the end, that. she's like, wow, this is the first time that I've seen myself. So maybe that's I it. get that. But I think it could have been. I did. Luster doesn't work for me for this. But it's also a thin coating containing unoxidized metal, which gives an iridescent glaze to uh, ceramics. No. <laughs> now, I don't know what title would work for this because it's such a hot mess for me <laughs> that I just don't know. Is this book overrated or underrated? Oh, it's over. It's overrated. overrated. Um, although I did see when I fit, when I finished it on Goodreads today, and I put my um rating, it has like three point four stars on Goodreads. But because it was for something, yeah. Well, that's because everybody started Everyone's reading it. To read it, and they're like, Ugh. um, did this book remind you of any other books? No, or is it an original idea? It could have been an original idea. I mean, it's not in the fact that there's been plenty of mistresses before, but it could have been so, it had so much potential. Yeah. It had so much potential and it just fell flat. It doesn't, I'm trying to think of any other books I've read that were kind of plotless. Um, I, I can't think of anything because I usually don't finish them. I read one a few months ago called The Girls and it was supposed to be like um. Like, they had changed everyone's name, but it was supposed to be a teenager that, like, got involved with uh, Charles Manchin at the ranch. Oh. Uh, there was no fucking plot to that. I, re- I stopped reading it. I gave it one star. I was uh, like, I'm not finishing this stupid book. Um, so it kind of reminded me of that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, did it impact you? Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or no, years? No. Me neither. I'm just not even going to ask the question. No. I would not consider rereading no, this book. No. No. <laughs> Um, who do you want most to read this book and why? No one. I would not recommend this book. I wouldn't. <laughs> and that's saying something because usually I could find a lot of good in it. But I, And it's nothing against the author. She, yeah, it's nothing she, against the author. It's just not my cup of tea. No. And I'm being honest same. about it. And, you know, she's obviously... She's it's talented. It's a huge accomplishment that she yeah. has her book published. And she you, is talented. You can there. tell she's talented. Yes, yes. Just don't. I just didn't like the execution. I think she just needs more time to craft her Mm -hmm. abilities. Um, any lingering questions or plot holes? So many. Yeah. So many. What happens after? Do they ever speak again? Yeah. What happens with Rebecca and her husband? Do they divorce? What happens with Akila? Yeah, I would have liked to know. And I really hope. Akila and Edie kept in touch because they too. really bonded. They were out there playing video games together she every night. She so much with her hair when she, she needed it. She taught her oh how gosh. to do her hair. 
because obviously her white parents don't know how to do that. Well, and it said that she had chemical burns she, on her yeah, scalp. I think she tried and, to oh use like gosh. a relaxer and yeah. left it on too long. Poor thing. Um, she needed her. She needed her. And what else did I write down here? Oh, there was one scene where she's delivering for DoorDash and she delivers to this famous dermatologist oh, who's yeah. like pictures everywhere. Yeah. And he pays her $300 to crush tomatoes and eggs with yeah, her feet. Yeah, with their feet. And I'm like, okay, where the fuck I would do totally I do sign this. up for this? I would totally do that. And <laughs> then she walks, yeah, and then she walks away with a seaweed mask on top <laughs> yeah, of that. Like, I'm like totally down for that. Yeah. Um, so have you heard about this, like, wave of, do you know what OnlyFans is? Yes. Okay. Yes. So have you heard of this wave of OnlyFans accounts that are just feet? I've heard of it, like, <laughs> increasing and it, like, being so prominent now. Yeah, that, like, I was like, I wonder how much money. Apparently nothing now Steve, because everybody's yes, doing it. There's too many of them. But Steve was like, hey, if you could give me a PS5, I would support it. <laughs> like, if I'm going to make enough money with feet, feet videos. Like, no. Hey, if someone wants to pay me $300, I'll crush some fucking yeah, tomatoes too, and though. eggs with my feet. You listen in, we will. $300 for, like, a 20 yeah. minutes work? Yeah. $300 is $300. $300, yeah. Although that was funny. Um, let me see if I wrote down anything else I wanted to bring up since you're, like, the only person I know that's read it in person. Um. Page 97, where she goes to deliver that food, and Rebecca's at the morgue. Mm -hmm. And she, so with her food, she actually asked her to pick up a bone saw. She's like, what's the bone saw for? She's like, this man has the hardest skull I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. So she starts using it in front of Edie. And I felt like this was kind of a pissing contest, because Rebecca's, like, disassembling this body, and Edie's just, like, standing there. And I, I felt like, in a way, it's Rebecca saying, like, hey... Look what I can fucking do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, you're standing there with your DoorDash hat on. Yeah. And, yeah, my husband picked you, but look at us. Um, yeah, I wrote down a lot about introducing some saline into her anal cavity. Why do you... Why would you put saline... And, enema. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what an enema is? That's, yeah, that's an enema. Why does this chick have problem shitting? I would like a resolution something, to that. Something's wrong There's, with her. Yeah, and she went to the doctor, and the doctor, like, wouldn't do an MRI or anything. Like, and her insurance was ending. Like, come on, dude. There might be something seriously wrong with her. Yeah. I don't know. I have, like, I have, I can't understand that because I don't, uh, I don't have either. the opposite problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of butt talk, and then I put, she uses the word segue a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is spelled like Sigu. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, she didn't spell the word. It's not like that's just how it's spelled. It's weird. I don't know why yeah. you would say segue. Maybe it's French. Segue. I don't know. Whatever. Yep. So that's Luster. Um, we would love to hear yeah. you guys, like what you guys think about it. Maybe you picked up some things that we didn't. Maybe we're really dense and we don't understand the bigger picture. Please tell us. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Two bookworms, one podcast at gmail.com. Or Instagram, two bookworms, one. Let me start that. Instagram, two bookworms, one podcast. I'm not drunk. I'm drinking coffee today. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to tell. So the next book has been voted on. You mm-hmm. guys picked. It is. It's Before She Was Helen by Carolyn B. Cooney. Okay. I had never heard of this chick, but then Inked and Paper Hearts was like, no, that's the one that wrote Face on the Milk Carton. I don't think I've read that. I think I, I watched the either. Lifetime movie. I think they showed it to us in school. I think so. Because you know she's like living, okay, 
do you remember what Face on a Milk Carton's about? No. She's like living with her mom and dad, living her fucking life, whatever. She's at school one day, and remember they used to put missing children on those little milk, milk cartons, cartons yeah. you got at school? Uh-huh. And someone's like drinking milk, and she like sees her a picture of herself, and she's like, what the fuck? Okay. So she goes home, and her parents are like, she's like, what is this? And they're like, they didn't know. They had like an adult daughter that was like a drug addict and brought her home one day, and they just assumed it was her, her daughter, daughter, but she had kidnapped her from another family. Oh. So they are trying to do the right thing and they like call in and they're like, yeah, I think, I think our daughter kidnapped her. So she goes back to live with her original family who she doesn't know. She doesn't remember. She has all these brothers and sisters really fucks her up for a while. And I think in the end she goes back to live with her Mm -hmm. who she thought was her parents the whole time. But they were like, you know, the people that had this kid show up on their doorstep. That was the lifetime movie. I don't know what the book's about. But still same author. Yeah. Yeah, same so author. it should be good. If, so, they, if they made a lifetime movie yes, out of it, it's then gonna it's be good. fucking good. Um, I don't know that this author had a lot of other books on their. Good, let me look before I say that because they're gonna be like, um, yeah, Cameron. There's a lot of shit on that she's written. Let's see, and this book, like, I think it's gonna come out. I think it came out this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We made sure because there was another one we were thinking of, and that one wasn't gonna be out. Not in time for us to read it. And get back with you guys, because, woo. <laughs> okay, so The Face on the Milk Carton is a series. There's actually, like, multiple books. Oh. Yeah. So she has written. Very nice. They're all Janie. There's a lot of them. Oh, yeah, she's written a lot of books. Well, good. Then now, if we like it, we know yeah. that there's multiples we can read. So two weeks from today, we'll be mm-hmm. talking about Before She Was Helen. Yep. Um, join us next week for our talkie sode. We're not going to tell you what we're talking about yet, because we don't know. But you'll know next week. Um, if we can stay on topic, sorry. If we can stay on topic, we'll see. Um, it's almost October. Ooh, can't wait. Getting cooler. Yes. Maybe by the time October rolls around, it will be nice here. Anything else we need to talk about? No. Any questions, comments, suggestions Let to Bookworm? Us. No. Bye, guys. One podcast. Little. Say bye. <laughs>